0: When, oh, is this on? You can hear me. When the heart and the mind are at ease, they're not bombarded so much by the entangling of the hindrances and other mind states, we're really at rest. In a mind and heart that is filled with metta, with that kindness and care, it's that natural baseline of a clear, wise mind and heart. And when that's true, as uh, we encounter things like difficulty the heart naturally moves from metta to compassion. You don't have to think about it. It just naturally goes there because we care. We move towards the difficult with our compassion. Similarly, when we encounter joy and happiness, uh, Somebody, somebody's success, somebody's um, uh, happy in front of us and sharing their story. Our heart and our mind naturally turns to joy and happiness. It's called sympathetic joy. So these empathetic responses are not having, we don't have to think about it. Now I will have empathetic joy. <laughs> it just does it. Now I will be compassionate. We don't, it just doesn't. We don't have to do that. And then all of it stays in balance with the wisdom of equanimity. Equanimity is, uh, you could say, the fourth chamber of an awakened heart that just keeps it all beating uh, naturally in its rhythm without it flowing into overwhelm, or distraction, or confusion, or fear. So when the heart and the mind are not that open and not that settled, and there is confusion in the mind, and there is fear in the mind, and we're working with it, we see the hindrances, we see different emotions arising and falling away, but we want to stay close to it. Uh, we can cultivate all of these different uh, aspects of the heart. So, we've spent some time with metta. We did a little bit with the forgiveness practice, which uh, sometimes is a metta practice, sometimes it's a compassion practice. Today, I'd like us to practice with compassion directly. Compassion for ourselves really compassion towards these parts of ourselves that show up, sometimes very unexpectedly, the hurts that bubble up, um, the shame, the regrets, uh, the not good enough parts of ourself, the parts of ourself that feel really small and insignificant the parts of ourself that don't feel welcomed. So we can bring a lot of compassion to these, to these places that arise. And then because we are able to do this for ourselves and have a, a real understanding of how our heart can hold and open and stay with our own difficulties we're able to then better understand how the heart can move towards the difficulties of others. We can hold others with compassion. We can see the suffering of the world and hold it with compassion without uh, falling into overwhelm or pity, neither of which are true compassion. We do this by bringing in wisdom and bringing in our mindfulness and equanimity. So I'd like us to practice with all of this in this sit. So to begin with, it's important to find a posture that uh, allows you to sit with real dignity, but also uh, feel that you can relax into the body. When we take this posture, you can feel just in the chest. Open the chest a little bit more. Let the stomach relax. There's an availability that becomes uh, part of the posture. You are embodying that attitude of allow. Allow. You can allow the eyes to close if that feels comfortable. Feel your body on your seat, the heaviness of the body here. Feel your breath, you might take a few deep breaths even. And then we move to the difficult, if it's there. We move towards the suffering, whether it's physical, emotional, mental, not getting caught in the storyline of that suffering but more so recognizing it, just as we did with rain, recognizing that it's there. This is dukkha. This is dukkha. Again, you can put a hand on your heart if that's helpful to hold it a hand on your cheek to just feel that tenderness, that care right through your hand. If you feel uh, this dukkha is manifesting in the belly, you can put hands there too. Just to Give yourself a little extra support. to Feel that you can hold it. This is dukkha. I care about this pain or I care about my suffering. I care about this depression or this anger, this hurt this confusion. I care about this exhaustion. And then knowing that whatever this dukkha is, however it's manifesting in this moment, knowing that it is impermanent, we can wish ourselves to be free of this suffering. May I be free from suffering. May I be free from this discomfort in the mind and heart. This is dukkha. I care about this dukkha. May I be free from suffering. May I be free from this dukkha. You can use whatever words really fit what your experience is. Acknowledging its presence. Acknowledging at least your intention to care. Even if in the background you're thinking, oh, I don't want to care about this. I don't want to go here. You can acknowledge at least your intention to care and to be with it. Maybe it's your intention to care and be with it someday. And then knowing the impermanence, may I be free from the suffering Uh, The Dharma teacher Noah Levine has a phrase that I've used in my own practice and I think a lot of people have used over the years Uh, and that is uh, I love you, keep going. It's a wonderful compassion practice. I love you, keep going. I love you, keep going. I love you, stay with it. Stay steady. Sometimes as we say the phrases, the compassion phrases, we realize that in order to truly wish ourselves this compassion, there needs to be some forgiveness practice first. And so it might be that you recall yesterday's teaching from James and need to do some of the forgiveness practice All of it is in support of being able to stay with the difficult, with a heart that is open, a heart that can relax with the difficulty. I see you, I care about you. May you be well. May you be free. the words become too clunky. Then a hand on the heart and breathing into that dukkha, allowing it to, the breath to really expand in the body. And as you breathe out, letting go, relaxing with the dukkha. breathing with it, breathing out, letting go, relax. (coughs) If it becomes too much, too intense, Back off, open your eyes, look around, move the body a little bit, go to the breath, go to sound. This is a practice of gentleness. If we push and we're too harsh with our difficulties, with our dukkha, It just throws up all of its defense mechanisms. It's very good at defending itself. It makes it stronger. We have to approach it with kindness and gentleness and time, patience. As our wisdom and our compassion relaxes around the dukkha, The dukkha learns how to relax and settle and show itself more fully. This is dukkha, this is suffering. I care about my suffering. may be free from suffering. the suffering feels too big, but you want to stay with it. It can help to imagine either uh, one of the statues of Kuan Yin. Uh, For some of you, it might be Mother Mary. For some of you, it might be the Dalai Lama. Or perhaps... Someone in your life who is wise and kind and knows how to hold suffering, a dear friend, a loved one. Imagine them just sitting here right inside of you, holding all of that difficulty that arises. Imagine them seeing you with kind eyes and seeing your suffering with simply compassion, not pitying you, not thinking that you're less than or a bad person or unworthy or troubled. Instead, they're present with your pain, holding it with love and kindness, caring about it, wishing you relief, wishing you well. if it feels right, you can stay with yourself, working with your own suffering. Otherwise, I invite you to now think of people in your life, the loved ones that have been on your mind while you've been here, the friends, colleagues, Maybe some of the relationships are complicated. Maybe there's been a little bit of hurt here and there in these relationships, either currently or even over time. These are people who are in your life who even when they act out of their suffering, you can wish them well. You can care about their suffering because you care about them. care about your suffering may you be free from suffering use the breath breathing in with that suffering of others, breathing out, letting go, freedom from suffering. And you can include those who maybe you don't know so well, but have had interaction with. These are people at the coffee shop or at the grocery store, people whom uh, you recognize but don't really know them. Maybe it's someone or a grouping of people here on the retreat. Or maybe you've seen some of the staff here on retreat. As unawake human beings, we have suffering. You can acknowledge your care. I care about your suffering. May you too be free from suffering And then adding to this group uh, the people we find most difficult. Those who uh, we just struggle in our relationship with them. When we look at them through the lens of compassion, we can see that perhaps their actions and their speech are... Rooted in their own suffering. And although we may not condone their behavior, we can care about their suffering. I care about your suffering. May you too be free from suffering. and then moving to all the beings who are seen or unseen by us in all the directions. There's both a lot of joy in this world and a lot of suffering, the two both exist. And we can take a moment to open towards the suffering, all the hatred and the greed and the delusion. We're part of that as well. So we can add ourselves to that community, that global community. As we breathe and expand our capacity, it's not that we have to hold all of the suffering of the world within us as if it was ours. That would be overwhelming. But rather acknowledge that it exists. My suffering is your suffering, your suffering is my suffering. We're actually quite connected in our hurt, in our distrust, in our greed, in our hatred, in our delusion, in our fear. May we be free from our suffering As you do this, some of you maybe notice the sense of yourself gets thinner. That our own sense of need and our own story gets thinner. When we hold ourselves as part of the we, We can expand out to be part of it. We don't have to be so small and alone. Our capacity is joined by all beings So then to end this meditation, I'd like you to bring your attention back to the sensations of sitting here, feeling your body on the ground, in the chair, on the cushion. Feel your breath. Feel your fullness. So I hope that was helpful in some way. And I hope you enjoy your your tea time.